Hey everybody, welcome to Raven's House of Horror. Raven here. I'm here by myself again this week. Lonnie's on, you know, a little bit sick and got a lot going on, so I'm here to hold it down myself. I'm here to do the last Christmas horror of the year and to end it with one of my favorites. I know every week I say it's my favorite, but this is definitely one of my favorite Christmas horror story Santa Claus vs. Krampus, the epic battle. And why is it one of my favorites? Because there are four anthologies mixed into one and it all comes together. And I kind of love anthologies, especially ones that work so well. Like another one I would think, Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat is one of my favorite anthologies, especially for Halloween. But to get into it, this movie is pretty dark. Not too dark, but it's dark enough. And I rave about it every year because it's just, every story is good and it's, it's not a bad watch to have on your Christmas list every single year. Basically the plot all intertwines, like I said, it's an anthology horror. It takes place on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and basically is narrated in between segments by a radio host, which is William Shatner from Star Trek. So it's gonna go into, give you a little backgrounds on the story. The first story is basically about a family. I'm not doing it in a specific order. But there's one story about a specific family to go to the woods to cut down a Christmas tree. There's a mother, a son, and a, and a father, and they go trespassing on somebody else's land. The second story to me is uh, three students film a documentary in their school about it, about a murder that took place years, years ago. The third story is an Xmas nightmare hits the North Pole. Santa Claus got some stuff going on up there. And the fourth story is a family stalked by Krampus. So they're all little interesting plots and they all come together very well. To start off with the cast, just to give you a heads up if anybody know any of these people. Like I said, William Shatner, he's the narrator of the whole movie. Um, we have George Booza, who plays Santa. Rob Archer, he plays Krampus. He's from the, um, that vampire show, The Strain, that was on. We have Amy Forsyth, which, you know, if you like her from other things, you know from Hellfest and We Summon the Darkness. She plays Caprice Bauer. Then we have Corrine Conley. She plays Aunt Edda. We have Julian Richens, who plays the groundkeeper. You know him from Supernatural and Urban Legend. We have Zoe DeGran. She plays Molly. She was on Orphan Black and Riverdale, if you know anything about those shows. Then we have Shannon Crook. She played Dylan. Um, from Degrassi, The Conjuring, and The 100 and Nancy Drew. So since we got you familiar with the cast, got you in there with the plots of the story, um, I'm going to go into the story and talk about it a little bit. But besides, before I get into that, there is still, um, forgot to talk about the dad. Adrian Holmes, he's from V Wars. That's, that's on Netflix right now. That's another vampire show. And the boys, 
which I love that superhero show. It's on Prime. I love it. And Olunka Adelia. I don't know, honestly, if I'm saying it right. She plays the mom from the first story I was telling you about. Now to get into the story, I'm going to go into the story about the Bauer family. The Bauer family, the father, Mr. Bauer, he's rich. He got a trophy wife. He got a spoils bratty son. And like I said, the only normal one, basically kind of the father and the daughter Caprice. So they're going to a trip, taking a trip to their Aunt Edda's house that they haven't speaking, spoken to, sorry, spoken to in so long. So the wife is wondering, like, why are we going up here? And he's like, oh, Christmas spirit, we're going to try to spend with, you know, she's alone up there and it's because she got money in this big mansion. So we want to go keep her company. Of course, they're all suspicious because they don't really care for her. So they get there. She's shocked. They're talking. He's there really just to borrow some money from his aunt because all her investments went south and he's still trying to put up a front to his wife because, you know, she seems to type like she likes him for money because that's the only reason I would think she would be with him. But who knows as it goes along in the story. I won't tell too many spoilers. So the groundkeeper and Aunt Edna is there telling stories about her Krampus collection. She have a whole bunch of statues of Krampus and you know, so that means the little bratty son, he goes, plays with it. She tells him a few times not to. And then, of course, he breaks a, a Krampus figurine. Long story short, she tells him about the history of it. Like, be careful because you do that. Now Krampus basically is going to come after you because she was trying to get them, shoot them out the, out the door because she knows the, the history of something like this because she have all these crosses around her house. So the daughter noticed, Caprice noticed, and she's like wondering why she has all these crosses. So as Aunt Edna trying to get the family out because she knows Krampus is going to be coming at night at a certain time because he broke the figurine. So that's one part of the story. Then I'm going to jump to the other part now. The, the family going to the woods. Family goes into the woods to chop down a Christmas tree. They're in no trespass, no trespassing territory. So the father cut down the tree. They lose the son for a while. The, the mother's in frantic panic. They're looking, they're looking, they're looking. All right, they finally find them inside a tree that had like a big opening in it. So they took the son out. Days go by. They notice the son. He's acting weird. He's eating a lot. He's sleeping a lot. He's not really that respondent. And then the wife gets a phone call, like, you was trespassing on my um, property. You took a tree. And he knows the groundkeeper of that area from his property is your son acting weird. And so she thinks it's a prank call or somebody being strange or creepy. So she hangs up on him, of course. So the mother starts noticing things more and more than she started thinks what the groundkeeper was saying to her. And so the father, you know, had it in for the son because he was acting up too much. So he wind up beating him. Then next thing you know, something winds up happening to the father. Then the mother notices it. And then she winds up dragging the son back to the, to the tree where the groundkeeper was telling her, you need to take him back there because that's not your son, basically. 
So those are the first two stories I went into. Not telling you the ending yet. Not going to get into that right now. Going to the third story. The three high school college students at high school, and they went to to the college to do a documentary on uh, basically a mysterious homicide that occurred there years, years ago. And while they're doing the documentary, of course, they get trapped down into the school basement and they start seeing things, hearing things, and of course they separate. There's some sexual tension between a couple of them. Things happen. One comes in, he sees, get jealous, goes off. He cuts himself and then, you know, they're separated and things started happening. Then they started seeing pictures of ghosts of a little, a little girl, like creeping around them, being behind them. It's like she had it in for guys, basically. So while they, so while this is going on, the principals upstairs walking around the school searching for making calls and stuff, searching for things. Really didn't even get into that. So this while they're trapped down in the basement and nobody can hear them, all the spooky stuff is going on. Okay. That's story number three. Just give me a little bit of it. Story number four, Santa Claus. Santa Claus is in the North Pole with Mrs. Claus, of course. Got the elves making toys. And the, mel- the elves are very magical and they cannot die. I don't know in any other stories, but in this story, they don't die. They stay elves forever. So while Santa is packing up his sleigh, they're telling him it's a big storm coming. And Santa's like, ho, 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 you know, we don't care about no storm. We go through, we can't disappoint the kids. Something just started happening out of nowhere. One of the elves started getting violent, started cursing at Mrs. Claus, started giving, um, calling Santa names. And it's like, that's not like you. So Santa is like, we, there's something going on. He's talking to Mrs. Claus. And next thing you know, one of the elves attacks Santa. Then he winds up killing him. And he's like, elves can't die. This is weird. Then next thing you know, more elves started turning. They're starting to turn into zombie elves. But elves don't supposed to die. And Santa Claus is just defending them off, destroying them. So those are the basically premise of all four of those stories. Now to go back to give you a little glimpse of ending part, not going to ruin it for you guys. The first story that I went to was the family that went to visit Aunt Edna. Aunt Edna got rid of the family on their way home. They crash. So when they crash, they had to get out the car and try to get for help, but they heard weird noises and weird noises is Krampus is in the woods. And the makeup job on this Krampus wasn't bad at all. It wasn't like one of those stupid CGI Krampuses and it looked fake and, you know, corny. This They actually did a good job. I actually liked this Krampus outfit. So Krampus, and I was kind of happy in this part of the movie, got to the son because he was such a badass kid. Not in like a heroic way, just as a bad snotty kid. Krampus took him and the wife started frantically looking for him. Then they started chasing, trying to find him. Then they wind up going back to Aunt Edna's house because they're only maybe like 20 minutes away. So they get into Aunt Edna's house and they're trying to hunker down there. Then 
and Edna's get worried because they're back until she knows Krampus is going to be around there. So next thing you know, the family kept disappearing. I'm not going to tell you how it's been happening because I don't want to ruin the surprises for you how stuff was happening with them. But towards the end, it's Caprice and the aunt. And Caprice does something very, very shockingly with Aunt Edna to give you a nice surprise to the end of that story. So that's a good story. I glanced over certain things, so hopefully you just bear with it and you know you you're able to follow the other family now. That was about the Bauer family. Now the other family with the son and the father in the tree. So the mother winds up bringing the son back to the tree. The next thing you find out is a it's a changeling, a changeling, changeling. I guess you could say too. I heard it pronounced both ways. So she winds up going back. And certain things happen, which I'm not going to spoil for you. Some shows I'll have spoilers, some shows I won't. And let you figure that out at the end if you watch it. Then uh, go back to the towards the end with the documentary students. Um, just going to say the two guys, it's unfortunate that the two guys in it, that the ghost really hated two guys because the ghost is a vengeful woman spirit that's happened to her with a kind of, in basically, a relationship happened to her with a guy and she took it out on the men and the the lead which was the reporter something happened with her and the ghost and i won't spoil that for you then to go back now go back to santa santa wind up having to kill a little spoiler mrs claus and the rest of the elves in this movie, Santa Claus is like a warrior. He's badass. So at the end, he winds up at his sleigh in the garage. And then Krampus comes in. And it's a battle between Santa and Krampus. And towards the end of that, I'm not going to say if something happened or if something didn't happen. But at the end of that, um, it flashes from the end of this epic I'll call it a battle I don't want to spoil it and it flashes to towards the other ending part which would be like oh snap I don't believe that happened so I tried my best not to go into spoilers like I said um I love doing this without spoilers but like some shows I want to do with spoilers so just so to me this was one of my favorite horror movies like I said um for Christmas time and like I said, I give it four Raven Wings out of five. This is one of my favorites up there with um the remake of Silent Night and Black Christmas, the original and the first remake for 2006. So I hope you enjoyed the review. I hope you listen to the future ones to come. Of course, in January basically kind of continuing in a little reboot different way and i have a youtube channel coming out in january where it'll be little skits of me reviewing a movie maybe for like a minute or so if even that just to give you like you know something to put out there so you could see what's going on in the horror world and so i'll play with that for a little bit and try to make that better as the months go along coming into the new year if you like to follow me on Instagram, my handle is Ravens underscore horror. If you want to follow on my podcast, 
on Instagram. It's at Ravens underscore House of Horror. And if you want to um, follow my partner, it's at Weird underscore Chick underscore 88. Links are in bios to for the podcast. And it's going to be for YouTube and for my Facebook horror. I got a Facebook horror group that I post a lot of things in there and other people contribute. So that's, that's fun. So everybody have a Merry Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas. A Happy New Year. And hopefully good things to all. But to all, a good night for this podcast. Raven out.